Where the Lonely Ones Roam by Glimmer Glanger Read by X-Man-Hater Katra rode behind Adora on swift wind, her arms wrapped tight around Adora's waist and the ground falling away far beneath them. Entrapta suggested that, perhaps, this talk of a treaty was only to draw Katra into a trap, and the idea had teeth that sunk in before Katra shook her head. No, no. she said, frowning. Adora wouldn't do that. You don't know her like I do. So they flew to Bright Moon, too high in the sky and too cold to speak until they landed, finally, in an ornately appointed courtyard. There were guards there to meet them, wearing shining armor and holding shining weapons. Catra slid off Swiftwind's back and raised an eyebrow at them. All of this for little old me, she said. Let Queen Angela know that the representative from Haven is here, please, Adora said, sliding down to stand at Catra's side. The guards hesitated, took another look at Adora's face, and turned to march hurriedly off. Adora sighed. This would be easier if I could call you princess, she said. They understand that title. Katra fought to keep her claws from extending. No, she growled, listening to Adora sigh once more. Yeah, Adora said. That's what I figured. Come on. Katra stared around the halls as they walked, taking in the beauty, the open spaces, the richness that all but dripped off of the air. Stones ground together in her gut. She felt her tail twitching, back and forth, back and forth. There was more wealth in this place than she'd seen in her entire life. Wealth and beauty for the lucky dozen people who lived here. She curled her fingers into fists, the bite of pain against her palms holding her steady as she walked across cold marble. She felt Adora shooting her looks, but ignored them. This was what Adora liked, this gluttonous nonsense, the overwhelming beauty, held here away from everyone else. This was what Adora kept leaving for. This... Hey, Adora said, touching Catra's arm and drawing her to a stop in front of a gigantic door. Look, I know you're not thrilled to be here, right? But, look, this treaty, it's important. If you can just... Relax, Adora, Catra said, shaking off her hand. I wouldn't want to do anything that would ruin all the hard work you've been doing here. She saw Adora flinch out of the corner of her eyes, and then the doors were opening, admitting them into a room designed to draw the eye to the throne at the far end. A woman sat there, looking down her long, thin nose at them. She shone in a light pouring in at her back. Great wings stretched out on either side of her shoulders. Adora, she said, her expression unchanging. I'm glad to see you return safely. Adora inclined her head, trying to nudge Catra in the heel. Catra stared forward, crossing her arms, her neck unbent. This is Catra, Adora said, straightening. The leader of Haven. Catra, this is Queen Angela. Charmed, Catra said, smiling with all of her teeth. Angela pulled a face, the expression there and gone in an instant. I hear you wish to sign a treaty with my people, she said. Catra opened her mouth to let Angela in on exactly what she felt they could do with the treaty, and Adora squeezed her wrist. She thought of the 2,000 people waiting back in Haven, of Adora, barely breathing, her skin cold as ice, and said, It seems like something we need to do. Very well, Angela stood then, tall and slender, beautiful in a cold way. 
Join me for dinner. I am not in the habit of entering into treaties with those I do not know. Dinner turned out to not be an especially intimate affair. They entered yet another huge chamber, filled with a table built out of some glittering material. Angela sat in a raised chair at one end of the table, the rest of them seated around her feet. Katra curled her fingers around her knife and... And Adora nudged her ankle under the table, eyeing the plates set in front of them. Glimmer sat across from them, frowning alongside Bo. Katra didn't recognize the rest of the dinner party, and no one introduced her. She was painfully aware of her clothes, worn and patched together, compared to the finery worn by the inhabitants of Bright Moon. Their hands were soft. Even the ones who fought used magic instead of weapons. They sat around their fine table, drinking crystal clear water and eating huge plates of fresh food and delicate little desserts on top of that. They made conversation with one another, and Katra scowled at her plate, acid bubbling up in her stomach, crawling into her throat. Glimmer tells me you have been expanding your holdings, Angela said into a quiet moment, with only the echoes of cutlery on plates to echo around the room. Into two additional settlements. Katra swallowed around the knot in her throat, leaning back in her chair. We were running out of space, she said, shrugging. Adora reports that the people in Haven are treated well. Katra set down her fork and turned to frown at Angela, her ears flattening. As opposed to? Glimmer shifted in her chair. You were a force captain for the Horde, she said. And so was Adora, Katra said, almost a hiss, ignoring the ache in her ankle when Adora could not stop kicking her. Glimmer narrowed her eyes. You kidnapped me! Katra shrugged and got a scoff for her trouble. You're not even sorry. Mother, can't we... Why should I be sorry? Katra asked, her hands clenched tight to keep the claws in. Glimmer pushed away from the table. Because you were wrong. We were at war, Katra said, thinking about the smell of burnt gunpowder, the metal walls of the Horde base, the cold emptiness of the bunk without Adora in it. She blinked away the memories. And now we're not. That's not an excuse, Glimmer snapped. Fine, Katra said, leaning back, crossing her arms over her chest. I'll apologize, just as soon as you do, all of you. The fleeting victory on Glimmer's face washed away almost as soon as it appeared. She scoffed. Apologize for what? Katra stared, her thoughts racing down dark tracks as she said, For the death of my mother, and my father, and my brother and my village. Glimmer frowned down at her. We didn't... We called you for help, Katra said. Her voice sounded odd. The words came from so far away. We called you for help, and you stayed behind your walls and hid. Where you were safe. The Horde... No, not the Horde. We swore fealty to you. We obeyed your laws. We paid your taxes. And you left us to die. You didn't even try to help. Katra stood up, in the ringing quiet that followed. Thanks for the food, she said, and turned and walked out of the room.